Welcome to the WTF Show podcast from Bangkok, Thailand, presented by Vimal Kogar. Tune in to get your dose of weekly verbal Red Bull. Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to the WTF Show this week. I'm so excited to have Shweta Kukreja as our guest today. Say hello, Shweta Kukreja. Thank you, Vimal. Thank you for having me at this show. It is an honor to be here. Okay, tell us a little bit about your younger years. Where did you go to college and what did you learn? I will start by going to school because I think that's what defined and shaped my personality. I went to Missouri International School in India and I was there for eight years in a boarding school. So that's when my personality and my characteristic actually formed. And then I did my undergrad at Mahidol University International College. And then I did my MBA at ABAC, which is now called Assumption University. Okay, excellent. And uh, where did you get your first job and how long were you there? So it did take me more than six months to get my first job, which was not really a job. It was an internship training at GE Capital. So then it changed its name to GE Money, but I did my training for free for about three months after having an MBA, and then they took me on on contract basis, and then I became a full-time employee after that. Okay, so basically the first couple of months after you graduated with an MBA, you worked for free. Yes, I worked for free for three months. It was an internship. Which took me eight months to get there. Okay, I understand. Then you joined the Standard Chartered. Yes. So after about six years at GE Capital, I moved to Standard Chartered, and I was there for close to seven years. Okay, you were head of your table after seven years, uh, uh, Miss Kukreja. I was heading the client experience and project management. That was my last job while I was in corporate. Okay. What do you do now? I help organizations make their processes better, more efficient, save money, save time, reduce redundancies, and in short, I would call that a project management consultant. Okay, and that, uh, what sort of, uh, you need to slow down with us because a lot of our listeners sort of are a little bit lost. You're, you're, you, have a, you have a background in finance yes. and banking, and now you're a projects consultant, you need to explain to us which industries do you focus on? What do you exactly do? I continue to focus on the financial industry because that's my home. I was in the financial industry for close to 13 years, so it comes to me easy. I've learned the lingo. I've become a part of the system. I know what kind of database they have and how the systems actually work, how the people actually work in that. So project management essentially is in every organization, there are three main things. There's people, there's process, and there's the technical aspect. So I leave the technical aspect to the experts, and I take care of the processes, which relates directly to the people. And I continue to do that with the financial industry, and that's what I do. Can you give us an example of of a, a company? You don't have to take a name. But can you give us an example of the type of industry and something that you've helped streamline? Um, I will take it back 
to Standard Chartered Bank for a very interesting project that we worked on. So, you know, when you go into a branch and you have to wait for your turn to come. So you get a queue number and then you just have to sit and wait until your number is called out. It can take one minute. It can take 20 minutes. It can take 50 minutes. So what I helped do as a project manager was to analyze the data and see what is stopping or what is holding the process and what is slowing things down. So in that, we found there were lots of redundancies that were happening. Um, the same checks of, your, of the customer background were happening at three levels, which is completely unnecessary. When we streamlined all the processes, we actually came out with a campaign that said that once you press the queue number, your turn will come within eight minutes. If we cross eight minutes, we will pay some charity or, you know, to do with the royal family or to do um, give it to the poor kids or something. So we actually tracked the data and gave money to the charities for every time we crossed the eight-minute mark, which happened only about 7% of the time after we launched the campaign. Good job. I think a very noble cause and increasing the efficiencies of the company. So at some point in your career, you decided to leave Standard Chartered, is that right? Yes, I decided to leave also because Standard Chartered, the retail banking arm in Thailand, decided to wrap up business. So that was a perfect moment for me to decide whether I wanted to continue in the corporate or try a hand at something of my own. So I decided to try something of my own at that point of time. And what is that? After I left, I took a vacation for a few months, and then I started doing exporting and trading of food commodities. So it was something completely different, but it aligns with my family business. So it was an easy foot in. And I did that full time for about two years until COVID hit and it started to slow down. And that's the moment when you know you're you have to fund yourself you don't you're, you don't have enough income coming in is the moment that we i realized that you know i need to do something else just besides exporting and trading and at that time um i took one month really slow and thought about it and when i went back to the table and, you know, drew out what I really want out of myself, is that it came back to me that I enjoy doing project management. That's what I have a passion for. So I decided to brush up my skills. I am a project management professional, certified since 2013. I still have the certification. I still have the skills. But I sort of brushed it up a little bit, read up some books, listened to some podcasts, um, join some webinars, and then I'm back in the game. So how would you describe, if you had a client listening in at the moment, how would you describe, A, how to access you, B, what you can do for them, and C, what the costs involved are? So they can find me. I'm on social media. I think that's the easiest way to find people now. I do quite a bit of networking. So... That's how they can find me. It's easy. 
um, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. And how I can help them is if they have an organization, it doesn't have to be something as big as a bank, even if it's small, because every company has processes. It couldn't be, you don't, you know, sometimes when you're in it, you don't realize that there's a lot of repetitive work that's happening. There's a lot of unnecessary work that's happening. Some things can be automated using simple things like Excel. I'm not talking technology because I am not a technical person. So it's, it's just about the simple processes. And sometimes you need someone from the outside to do a bird's eye view and encourage change because you get so lost in doing what you do every day and then it just becomes a cycle. You don't know how to get out of it and you can't think out of it. So that's what I can help do is help make that change happen very slowly so that you don't get surprised. We do know that change is the only constant and yet we resist it. So it's the perfect time for me to step in and sort of slowly make that change happen without making people scared of it and train them why it's important and how to go about it. And do you bill in, on an hourly basis? How do you go about uh, 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 offering it a quotation? I go project basis because it depends on the size and the scale of project and how much effort will be involved. I do quite a bit of pro bono work as well. So I'm all ears. If anyone really needs the help, I'll be happy just to step in and help okay. because I love doing this. Thank you so much. It's <laughs> so nice of you, Shweta. Shweta, um, the show is the WTF show, and we generally talk about our WTF moment, that moment in your life where you decide that whatever you are doing is not really what you want to do. Can you describe to us your WTF moment? The WTF moment happened this year during COVID. So about April and May is when my exporting and trading business was doing quite poorly and the market was very volatile and I could not adapt to it as other traders could. And that's when I realized that I'm doing this, but I'm not really enjoying it and I'm not loving it. Because if you really do what you love, you will find a way around it. You will find how to overcome that problem and you will find a way to even embrace it. And I felt that that's when it, that realization came that I should get back into project management. So thank you to COVID for making this happen for me. So your life took a pivot and you went into project management and now you're available on uh, line for people to access you and to ask questions. That's right. What sort of industries do you focus on? There must be something over uh, that is more that's more your focus than other industries. I continue to focus on the financial industry, so that will include um, banking, um, includes uh, insurance, the companies that offer mutual funds, different wealth management companies. Okay, so can you give us an example of something uh, new that you might be looking at in terms of an industry that is new to you also? I would love to work with hospitals. Yeah, I think that's something that I would love to do because I do know that the newer international hospitals 
offer extremely five star amazing services and there must be a lot that goes behind the scene that we can't see and that's where i want to go and see what how they do it okay now uh, i've noticed that on your online profile you're running uh sort of courses and uh workshops so tell us a little bit about the workshops that you've already had the type of people who come to your workshops and what you endow in these workshops okay so since the time i decided to pivot into project management i have done a couple of workshops one of them is a basic project management workshop So the first one I did was for a social media marketing agency because everyone worked in silos in such a company where someone who's writing content is only writing content and don't realize that what it is used for before and after and how important the timeline is. So um and then someone who is doing the artwork is so focused in doing the artwork that they don't realize that there's a commitment to the customer that's made and if they don't deliver on time there are repercussions that come so i conducted that one project management workshop so that they could better understand the need of project management and right after that workshop that company hired a full-time project manager because they saw the value in it and then another workshop i worked on was change management So it's a subset of project management. That one I did it online. Uh the kind of audience I had was quite international because at that time everyone was afraid of change. Covid had just come and it was just to say that embrace the change and how to overcome the issues that people were having. And most recently I've been doing um workshops on how to use LinkedIn correctly. So I took a I studied um I took a few classes and now I offer these workshops for free. So I encourage people of different industries to use work to use LinkedIn for themselves and make the leads come to them rather than them having to go out looking for work. So there's a lot that goes behind the scenes like there's um profile optimization there's a way of writing your content there's a way of presenting yourself and how you present your personal brand across So if I were a graduate who's graduated in the last uh 9 months and I've come to an a hostile work environment uh job market as it were and I'm looking for some advice on how I present myself uh open to work how would you suggest that i start how do i how do i go about should i do what everyone else does is put myself on 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 certain job platforms or do i write to uh to single companies looking for jobs because at the moment it's quite frustrating a lot of companies in thailand are actually uh furloughing people you know so how do you think i should start I would say that you present yourself how you would want what you want to come to you is how you should present yourself. So the kind of profile that you put up on say for example LinkedIn the kind of persona that you create of yourself that is the most important that's number 
Number two, if you are looking for a job in this kind of market, a full-time job is not easy to come like you just said. So maybe you should be open to doing some side gigs so you can use that as your backup and say that, see, this is what I have done. This is what I have accomplished. And this is what I can do. Take recommendations from your clients, from your side gigs. There are lots of websites these days where they're open to taking people on a freelance basis. So you can sign up. There's Fiverr.com, there's FlexingIt.com, and there are a whole bunch of other websites where you can just do small gigs, side gigs, get paid so you're not just sitting idle, and you're doing something, you're contributing something and building a profile at the same time. I mean, the, the industry that comes to mind, Shweta, is the hospitality industry. They've had a really, really devastating quote last two quarters and uh, people in this industry are not finding a way out of the hole you know uh, in the hospitality industry do you see do you see things opening up and maybe some of these skill sets can be used in other industries definitely so the hospitality industry will have to open up at some point but I'm sure they will not jump back in to 100% of where they left it at. It will take a while to build it up. But the skills of the people that ha- that they have in the hospitality industry are definite, can definitely be, how do you say, can, they can reskill it, recycle their skill. So I do know of this app, um, this company called Seekster. So they have been hiring a lot of um, the cleaners, the helpers, um, all the other, like the bartenders, to do jobs in private homes now. So if there are cleaners at a hotel, this app is now helping these cleaners not clean hotels anymore, but clean homes or stuff like that. So sort of retooling and finding an appropriate space within the working community where you can use your skills. Correct. Tell me a bit, little bit about yourself personally. Uh, what are you reading? What, what, what do you enjoy reading? What do you enjoy doing in your spare time? I love reading. So I have a, an annual goal of reading at least 10 books a year, which is not too much. But I want to put a goal which I can achieve. So right now I'm reading uh, The Ride of a Lifetime by Robert Eager. And otherwise, I love reading fiction which has nothing to do with everyday life. <laughs> Tell us about about Robert Eager because people seem to be dwelling on him at the moment. What do you what do you what do you enjoy about it? I have just started the book, so I'm just in just the beginning phases, but what I like so far about him is that he's a from very humble background and you know where he is, like you know his final he's the CEO of Walt Disney. So You can see that you can start small, but if you keep doing what you do and you enjoy doing what you do and you're true to yourself, you can outshine your own self and you won't even realize it. Tell me, do you have any advice for entrepreneurs? So we just, uh, in a show earlier, we had a young gentleman by the name of Udit Devan at Prana Foods. And Udit, uh, has been struggling till now, 
but sort of has found his place within the marketplace. A lot of the young people listening in today, they want to start their own business and it requires money and there is risk involved. There's always risk involved. What do what would you say about perseverance and sort of hitting a wall and how people should handle sort of the bad types as it were? I think come back to the basic and you need to find your passion first. You need to find what you love to do because if you really love what you do, you will definitely find a way around things. You will find, you know in the Indian you say call it jugar. You will find a way around it. So, yes, there is investment required, but um let me put it this way. If you have 100,000 baht in your hand right now, you would be confident putting in the stock market. You you're willing to put that money on somebody who you don't even know and you believe in them to multiply it for you. You put that same money on you. If you don't have that kind of confidence that you can multiply it, that means you don't have that belief in yourself and if you don't believe that you can do something then you really can't do something where do you see yourself 5 years from now shweta where where do you see or or maybe you live by the day um if you had asked me this question 5 years ago i would not have known where i am right now but um 5 years from now i definitely want to be the leader of my industry which is project management and continue to do gig roles to set an example that you can live in this kind of economy and be yourself and be happy in it i'm so happy you joined us today shweta it's such a fresh outlook in terms of what we know about project management now uh, i'm going to uh, leave you with two or three things one is you will have the honor of choosing a guest for the WTF show which i hope you will do in the next couple of days and for next year we will have the WTF uh, uh youth of the year awards where you will be able to nominate somebody between 20 to 30 years old so i hope you will be able to join us definitely Uh so before we go I want you to leave us with uh some wise words in terms of where you see uh us after the pandemic whether even in a almost like a spiritual sense you know I want you to try and help us sort of vision where we see ourselves post pandemic are we the same type of society are we going to show a little bit more empathy are we going to take care of the environment a little bit more tell us a little bit about where you want us to go i think the pandemic is a perfect restart button you know it forced everyone to slow down to recollect their thoughts so what i would like to see and hope that such things happen that definitely more sustainable especially in terms of tourism So we should definitely have more sustainable tourism and I do know that uh this big shot journalist Imtiaz Mukbil is a very big spokesperson for this and um for us to have more empathy and work as a team be more united especially in the community that we live in we definitely need to be more united everyone is independently doing independently doing great things but if we all get together we can definitely achieve much more 
Excellent. Thank you so much, Shweta uh, Kukreja, for joining us on the WTF show. It was a pleasure hosting you today. Uh, I will give you the last word. So tell me a little bit about your hobbies and what you do on Saturday night. Sort of give us an insight to what you enjoy, the type of musics you enjoy, and we will close the show after that. So my hobbies, what I do is um, I enjoy reading. I enjoy sports. So I am either running, swimming, or cycling. And weekends, Saturdays, I'm, no, Sundays, I'm normally home with my family because Sunday mornings I'm doing one of the sports. Okay, excellent. Thank you, Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed the show. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me here, Vimal. It was a great pleasure. Okay, thank you so much for joining us at the show today. I'd like to thank uh, my lovely wife on the other side of the uh, uh, fish tank and Rajan Kanijao, our most abled sound technician and creative. Thank you to everyone for joining us at the WTF show. Ta-ta for now and hopes to see you next week. Bye.